Hi, I'm Rick Barron, your host, and welcome to That's Life, I Swear. So let's see. Work 40 hours in a four-day work week, and I can work from home? Over the past two years, we had to cope with COVID-19 and all of the underpinnings it brought with it. As we walked out of this virus nightmare, little did we know that our society had a lot of time to rethink what they wanted in their lives during those long two years. What was top of mind? Part of that rethinking was a new definition of work life. The typical work week and where was about to go through a radical change. Let's jump into this. When you have almost two years to do a deep soul search, a lot can happen. In the beginning, we all worked from home, thinking COVID would be a short duration, not having to go into the office not dealing with the morning traffic, and not to mention the evening rush hour. It was an inconvenience for some, but for the vast majority, it was a nice change. We adjusted to our bedrooms, living rooms, or basement becoming our new office cubes, and Zoom meetings became the norm. Life moved on. Eventually, working from home stretched to another two weeks, and then another. Finally, working from home became the new normal, and going back to the office was, well, TBD. As we dug in for the long haul, working from home, many workers started getting, shall I say, very comfortable working from their new home office. The key words that came into play for this new comfort was simple, convenience and less stress on the human psyche. As life moved forward, another adjustment came into play with working from home. Why not give workers the option to work from home instead of being in the office? Permanently. Better yet, why not move away from conventional thinking and throw the typical five-day work week out the window and convert 40 hours into a four-day work week? The typical work week we had grown to know was about to change as well. What caused this new thinking? Many employers were placed in a position where they had no choice but to allow for flexible working conditions during COVID. However, with this sudden shift to working from home and increased hybrid working, we began to hear more and more conversations around work-life balance. With today's technology, many companies can deal with their workforce working from home. I mean, when I was working for one company, everyone on my team was all over the world. Canada, uh, England, Germany, Portugal, uh, South America. I mean, working from home was a no-brainer. Unfortunately, the four-day working week model does not suit every sector. For example, some businesses or professions require a 24 by 7 presence, which would make a short work week not practical and in some cases, delay work, and then creating longer lead times. So think truck drivers, dealing with keeping the supply chain moving, medical establishments, police and fire departments, airlines, and many more. The idea of a four-day work week has many benefits. Knowing you could sleep on a Friday, mow the lawn instead of on a Saturday, do your grocery shopping early in the morning to avoid the crowds, which I love to do, having ample time to take your kids to school, and on 
and on and on. You'll be able to have a real, true three-day weekend. Various four-day work weeks could be modeled to fit the need. Companies' four-day work weeks are having a moment, but they appear to be heading into an actual movement. Some companies have adopted a shortened work week. For the most part, the vast majority of employees today generally approve heading towards a four-day work week on a permanent basis, while some see it as a mixed blessing. Well, you can't please everyone. But what is a four-day work week? Is such an adjustment mean working a flat 32 hours in four days, and that's it? If one works past 32 hours, does that call off for overtime pay? Some companies may see a four-day work week as a means to save costs. On the other hand, an employee may be forced to get their minimum of work done and other work within the 32 hours. Looks great on paper, but a lot still needs to be sorted out. As companies experiment with employees working from home during COVID, many discovered that the convenience of working from home improved the well-being and reduced stress and burnout with their employees without sacrificing productivity. Adjusting to a 40 work week provides various benefits to workers that helped during the time of COVID and offered some relief in dealing with parenthood, errands, childcare, and more. This new thinking of the typical work week conjures methods to be more efficient at work. With fewer hours, the need for numerous meetings comes under scrutiny. Instead of a meeting, perhaps an email will do. Employees will sense that addressing the work at hand can be done with little interference. When work is squeezed into four days, the human interactions that fill the typical office time can suffer. A four-day work week compresses free time and forces the issue to stop daydreaming and get straight to work. A four-day work week is a change that helped many cope with the hurdles COVID threw at us. Adjusting to working from five to four days lends itself to being more efficient with time. Another experiment some companies are trying is when employees fail to cram all their work into the shortened work week, and then it spills into their day off. Now, some companies are experimenting with a four-day work week where they look at Friday like a no-meeting day, where one could do focus work without distractions from work. The idea of getting more work done in less time to increase time off is not a new concept. One only needs to go back to the days of the Industrial Revolution. While researching the history of the typical work week, I came across what Ford Motor did for their employees. Henry Ford had been contemplating the idea of going from a six-day work week to a five-day work week since 1916, before eventually launching it 10 years later in 1926. Some companies reduced weekly work hours below 40 hours during the Great Depression to share what little work was available. And in 1933, the U.S. Senate passed a bill that would have limited the work week to 30 hours, but that never happened. Now, fast forward to 1938, when a federal law came into the picture called the Fair Labor Standards Act. The law proclaimed a minimum wage of 25 cents an hour, a 44-hour work week, an overtime pay of 1.5 times a worker's regular compensation. Now bear in mind that a gallon of gasoline in 1938 was only 10 cents, but that was a lot of money back then. In 
few years later, the idea of a 40-hour workweek became standard as part of the Franklin Roosevelt's New Deal plan. Towing with a 40 workweek in the United States has been under discussion since the 1990s. Other ideas came up in 2004, 2008, and 2011. Apparently, it took a pandemic to take the four-day workweek seriously. So what can we learn from slowly moving to a 40 workweek, let alone working from home? Some quick points to call out here. With technology today making our lives ideal, we need to look at working smarter. Of course, we want results, but not at the expense of ongoing employee burnout and stress. COVID has given us pause to take a step back and sensitize ourselves to what is truly important in life. Sure, a good steady income is ideal. We all want that. But it's also critical that people have more time to pursue other interests, spend time with their families, and manage their lives. With less employee turnover, a decline in worker burnout, companies could benefit through increased sales and high morale. Cutting to 40 hours within four days will give credence to employees and management to focus more on results. A vital key is to migrate to a 40 work week, but not reduce pay and benefits. A major shift in how we think about work and approach it is a precursor to standardizing a four-day work week. Over the many years people have worked, we've been conditioned to deal with a long, typical one- to two-hour drive into the office. For some, it's rushing to the train station and hoping to catch your train on time to travel 45 to 60 minutes to work. Then once in the office, you march to your cubicle with coffee in hand, ready to do battle for another 40-hour, five-day work week. Over the past two years, a restructured work week went a long way in helping people lead a better balance of work and life. We may see pushes to five-hour workdays, staggered or flexible work arrangements, or people choosing remote work options, hybrid models, and other programs. Companies will benefit as they'll have a happier workforce that's appreciative and highly motivated. Employees who are treated well will likely work harder, which will enhance productivity and profits. One of the great things we've seen come out of this pandemic is the optimism for change, particularly as it relates to workers. It's a cultural change that was probably on its way and perhaps long overdue. Due to the COVID, employees have become more demanding of how they want their lives. Companies today find themselves having to be more competitive and keep an open mind to employees' needs. More than ever, employees today have placed quality of life at the high end of making their lives more enjoyable. Employers have become open-minded to offering innovative ways to improve the quality of their workers' lives. The four-day workweek is part of an overall reset of the workplace. It's here. For today's employees, now is your time. Another benefit to consider is our global carbon footprint. Ah, my favorite. Studies have shown that American employees drive 17% fewer miles on weekends than weekdays. Seriously, do we really enjoy the drive into work on top of the mass conga line to come home and unwind? A four-day work week will reduce 
carbon emissions in the United States by 45 million metric tons. I just thought I'd throw it out there. Today, tech companies are reviewing various experiments in how and where work will be done in a post-pandemic world. Some employers are looking at a three-day work week and a hybrid workplace scheme, letting most employees come in whenever they want or even working full-time and even permanently from home. Employers today are now facing a new era in the work environment. Employees to be told that they must come back to the office 100% of the time is now being looked at as old thinking behavior. Nothing is cast in stone as yet for moving to a shorter work week on a permanent basis. Until we see this trend move to an actual movement that is well worth the attention it needs, it's up to employers to determine how that 40 work week eventually plays out. Well, there you go. That's life, I swear. As always, thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe here or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. See you soon.